And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Nick Linquist. Always a great time talking to Nick. Uh, and we covered a lot. We talked about the uh, three separate stashes of classified documents found in Joe Biden's possession uh, and the Biden family corruption more generally. Uh, we talked about the Trump campaign trying to fraudulently uh, raise money off of Ron DeSantis. Uh, crazy stuff there. And, and a bunch a bunch more. We covered a lot. I think you guys will enjoy it. Before I get to Nick, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds uh, to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. We'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the NoGimmicksPodcast. All right. Without further ado, the great Nick Lindquist. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Nick Lindquist. Nick, how you been, man? I've been pretty great. Just just getting back into the swing of things after Christmas and New Year's. How about you, Brady? Same. That All that plus my wife is almost eight months pregnant, so it's all those complications. Oh, yeah. And, That's yeah. right. Congratulations. Thanks, man. And, yeah, I'm still not uh, like back to a normal life schedule after Christmas. So it takes like no. all of January for some reason. I don't really understand why. We do that yeah. as a society, but, you know, is what it is. Yeah, at least everyone else is in the same boat. That's fair. I mean, the music business where I come from, like, literally shuts down, like, before, like, all of Nashville, Tennessee, shuts down business, like, a week before Thanksgiving, and then comes back, like, February 1st. Like, it's like you cannot get anything done in the music world for, like, a solid two and a half months. Like oh, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. About it's music. embarrassing, man. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> just really do not like working. In that. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, it's the same in the nonprofit space. That's part of what we're getting back into the swing of. So. Oh, 100 percent. So, dude, since the since the last podcast on Wednesday, um, several new stashes of classified documents were uh, discovered in Joe Biden's possession. Um it's like every single day they find more. Like we keep rolling back the days since stolen documents were found signed to zero, like every 24 hours or so. <laughs> it's, yep. it's getting absurd. First, in, in the D.C. Uh, Penn think tank office, uh, which it, it is hilarious to know that Joe Biden has a think tank. But um, Yeah, I actually didn't know that until those documents <laughs> surfaced. I was like, wait a minute, the guy who can't string a sentence together had a think tank? Think tank, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and this think tank... Uh, was paid for by the by UPenn and also by the uh, the Chinese. So, uh, ah! yeah, great That's stuff there. Yeah. And uh, and then a couple different piles of documents were found in in Biden's Delaware home, uh, where his son Hunter is currently living. Uh, a box of documents <laughs> were literally in the garage next to Joe's Corvette, uh, which he felt the need to brag about to the press. Um, wild stuff, man. It's you know you know call me crazy, but it's almost like these people are always doing exactly what they accuse Republicans of doing. Yeah. Um, just a quick note on the Corvette. I, I didn't know he had one. I thought his main mode of transportation was Amtrak. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Amtrak Joe, you know. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was like a, you know, 
like a classic, uh, classic, you know, Pennsylvania slash wherever else he has a house American. But anyway, um, yeah, these documents are not surprising, but it's also it's also very interesting that they're surfacing just after the midterms. And I was actually reading that he's he's tried to put this off until after the midterms. It's a it's a similar strategy to like, um, you know, he announced he was going to cancel student debt at a perfect time where he knew that Democrats would be able to campaign on that. And then shortly after it would get shot down by the courts. But this is a very interesting thing in that, um, you know, he made sure that this did not surface until after the midterms. And um, it's also interesting that they're just in a bunch of different locations. Like he has a bunch of classified documents and he didn't even think to keep them in the same spot. (laughs) It's just like, oh, yeah, I I mean, wow, I didn't realize those were in my sock drawer. Like (laughs) it's 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 pretty wild and it's it's not really surprising at all. Um, And and the response to it isn't surprising either. The fact that it's just like a, you know, I mean, I was listening to his press secretary talk about it as if it was no big deal. Meanwhile, you know, if you remember several months ago, they raided Donald Trump's house for his documents. Right. Yeah. I mean, just one quick note, uh, going back to the Corvette, (laughs) Um, you (laughs) you can see boxes of documents in a campaign photo op. In Joe's driveway with him and his Corvette. Like, you could see just boxes of documents in the background. Oh, You're like, get fellas. Like, hey, can we button this up a little bit? Like, my goodness. But, like, yeah, it, it is obviously funny how the FBI is just like, hey, guys, you know, if, if you find any more stolen documents, you know, just let us know. You know, it's no big deal. When they literally raided Donald Trump's house and went through his wife's underwear drawer, you know? It's like, yeah. the thing yeah. is, I, I, I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. To say that the FBI doesn't allow this stuff to come out unless they want it to. Like, I have to assume that the people that actually run the country, the FBI, the CIA, you know, the the deep state, if you will, I have to assume they're looking for an opportunity to get rid of Biden. You know, yes. like they're, they're going to be punished for their for their crimes if a Republican wins in 2024 and they just can't allow that to happen. I have to think they just view Biden as a liability. They, they think that, you know, DeSantis beats him. You know, any generic Republican probably beats him. Um, and see, I just have a tough time believing that the FBI would just want to do the right thing and get to the bottom of this. I think it is an orchestrated effort. You know, obviously they knew about this before the midterms and covered it up. I think they're just taking this, you know, they see Biden's mental state. I mean, they see every press conference he gives, any interview he does. Like the man, he has a late stage Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever it is. I just think they're using this, you know, they think it's a, oh, well, you know, there's enough time beginning of the year. You know, we have a whole another year before like the campaigning really heats up. Let's get rid of them now. Try to force them into saying you won't run again, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, but as we know uh, from recent declassification of documents and whatnot and leaks, um, and we've known this for decades. The FBI, number one, is not acting in good faith ever, and number two has become more of a surveillance uh, agency similar to the CIA than its original purpose, which was to like investigate federal criminals who could not be caught by local and state um, arms of investigation. But also I heard an interesting theory uh, last week about this and it was basically like, 
So Donald Trump was pretty close, at least in his investigation, to an indictment for what he's done with his documents. Um, the theory is that Joe Biden actually wanted his to surface to throw a nick in that because he knows his only chance at winning re-election is if he's running against Donald Trump. Um, and they're not going to prosecute both of them. They might prosecute, they might have prosecuted Donald Trump just for the political play. But if it's Trump and Biden, um, I, I feel like there's less of a chance of any any legal action coming down. So that's an interesting theory. I don't know if I believe it or not, but I mean, there's definitely some interesting political plays at play at the FBI and in Merrick Garland, God rest his soul, his office. Um, I mean, for a dead man, just, he really does continue messing things up. I mean, it's like, he, yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, I mean, I, I just can't, I think he's probably the most accomplished dead man that's yeah. ever, that's ever been around. So, I mean, he's murdered by Mitch McConnell on national television. We all watch it. <laughs> yep. And he still goes on as a dead man to become the attorney general of the United States. I mean, it's, you know, it is an accomplishment. It's remarkable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think there's a lot going on here and I don't think the dust is going to settle for another, you know, at least six months, maybe a year or so. Yeah. I mean, you know, they'll probably find more documents today if past his, his prologue, you know, I, 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 you know, it's hard to imagine they're done at this point, but yeah, that is an interesting theory. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if the FBI is that competent, you know, like they are evil, but they're, they seem to be getting less competent. Which is good. Correct. I mean, the, the worst thing possible is like a very competent, evil organization. You know, hopefully they get sloppier and sloppier so they can, you know, kill and maim less people, uh, enslave less people. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That does, I mean, the, the Democrats, you know, and the deep state, they are heavily invested in making sure Donald Trump is a Republican nominee because they know he's the easiest one to beat. Um, so, I mean, I'm not I wouldn't throw out that theory. I mean, it's it's definitely plausible. Uh, but like, I don't know what. With this whole deal, with the Trump documents, the the Biden documents, I mean, even disregarding the fact that, like, presidents have the power to declassify whatever they want, and it's like, did Trump declassify these documents or not? Nobody really knows. I mean, and the fact that vice presidents can't declassify anything. So, oh, yeah. This is whatever all Biden illegal. Has, like, there's, yeah, is, there's no yeah. doubt that this is illegal activity by Joe Biden. Uh, but even aside from that, it's just remembering who these people are, man, who the Bidens are. Like, this family is actually corrupt enough for some of these documents to end up in the hands of, say, the Chinese Communist Party or some other foreign nefarious domestic or or foreign nefarious actor. Um, and like, you know, you can hate Donald Trump, you can love Donald Trump, but like we all know that he's neither focused nor organized enough to collude with a foreign government. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like he's just not, no. that's not, like you can, you can dislike Trump for a, a bunch of reasons, but like he's... And all, all politicians are corrupt, meaning, like, they do things for their own motives and stuff like that. But he's not, like, financially corrupt or, like, you know, like, he's not, like, selling secrets to foreign governments. That's just not—that wouldn't make any sense from Trump's history, his personality, his skill set. It doesn't make any sense. But these people are. I mean, they've already put national security in danger with the Hunter Biden deals with the CCP, with the Ukrainians, with, with Burisma, all this. It's like th these people are corrupt enough— to allow these, to, you know, sensitive information to go to nefarious actors. You know, the the Chinese communists were using, like, office space and this, this 
Biden think tank in D.C. They were sharing the building. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, all politicians are corrupt, but these people have been involved in this kind of behavior before. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't like there. It's a lot higher likelihood that actual national security was put at risk by the Bidens than by like the Trump documents, for instance. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, there's evidence of this with Joe Biden, even before he was vice president, while he was vice president, after he was vice president, and while he was while he is president. I mean, he's been in the pockets of the CCP, um, or they've been in his pockets, maybe, uh, for for like well over a decade, probably longer. Um, We saw this when he was vice president. I mean, it's it's interesting that his business deals in China with Hunter have not been investigated at all, basically. Uh, I hope the new house does that. I, I guess we'll see. It seems like they're on a pretty good path. I mean, they've done some good stuff so far, and none of it's going to materialize until we take back all of Congress. But um, I I really hope that happens because Joe Biden was uh, very, very close to China when he was vice president to the point where it was really weird. Uh, And then, you know, he goes on after vice president to start this think tank and having the Chinese help him start it. And this is all like this all can't be a coincidence. There's something going on here that the American people need answers on. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just one more thing before we move on. Um, There's a story out this morning from Fox News. I I retweeted it from the the No Gimmicks page. If anybody hasn't seen it, go look it up. Um, But it's just remembering who these people are, man. Hunter Biden, the, the president's son. Um, is currently fighting in court to prevent his four-year-old daughter, who he had with a stripper in Arkansas, um, right. trying to prevent his daughter from using his last name. You know what I mean? He, he took He's fighting it tooth and nail in court. Right. Uh, and the, the president of the United States has refused to acknowledge the existence of his own grandchild. He started yelling at, at Peter Ducey of Fox News when he was asked about his granddaughter. I mean, that's who these people are, man. If you're the kind of family, if you're the kind of human that will sue... To avoid your own, to, you know, to keep your own daughter and granddaughter from using your last name, if you're fighting tooth and nail in court to avoid paying child support, it's like, man, these these people are degenerates. I mean, these are these are these are wicked people. These are truly dark, dark people, man. And so it's like, I'm I'm sorry, whatever you know, with these classified documents. I know I'm. I'm I, this might be a stretch to connect the two, but like, it, it, I'm not going to believe that you know, like Hillary Clinton said, "Oh, it was just wedding invitations for my daughter's wedding on my laptop." You know, <laughs> no, no, no. Like these people, we've seen how awful they are, how truly devoid of morality they are. So I'm just not going to believe that it was just like, you know, his golf scores from the week or whatever, and, and these boxes of classified documents. Like, it's. I'm sorry when you're when you're that corrupt when you've been this corrupt for decades, and in your personal life, if you were engaged in, in evil like this, I'm just I'm not willing to give any of you the benefit of the doubt. No, absolutely. And, and it's interesting uh, when you bring up Biden's family because they just have a long string of issues, and it's not just exclusive to his family. I mean, it, the sad truth is a lot of members of Congress on both sides uh, and, and officials high up in the United States government basically destroy their own families for their careers and then force them to say, well, no, you got to put on a happy face. Like we're, we're just a happy family. And 
I remember watching, um, you know, I watched the, the 20, uh, the, the 2020, uh, democratic national convention so that the listeners here didn't have to. Right. And, um, I just remember videos of like them at home being this big, happy family. And, you know, they take the family picture at the end. Of course, the disgraced granddaughter isn't in the picture. Uh, and, and I'm just like watching this, like, this is all theater. This is a charade. This is a messed up family that Joe Biden forced to pretend to be normal for cameras for decades. Um, and I, I really hope, I mean, I think a lot of it has come to the surface already. He can't fake it for this long, but it's just a real shame that the victims of people like Joe Biden uh, oh, well, are the American people, but also his family who's yeah. had to like put on this fake smile for him. And yeah. we've seen pictures of him in jail, even like acting weirdly toward each other. Uh, I remember a picture from the Rose Garden where they seem to be having an argument and then they both walked in separate directions afterwards with Joe Biden's head down. And it's like, this is not the family that they make it look like. Um, this is a messed up family. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, who, who does not care whether his own granddaughter lives or dies. Correct. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know anybody like that, you know? No. In, in my, like, it's, I know I know a lot of people. I've, you know, I've traveled the country for a decade playing music. I've, I've been to 46 states. I've met tens of thousands of people everywhere. And, like, I've met a lot of good people and a lot of bad people, but I've never met somebody so wicked that they did not care. <laughs> whether or not their own blood lived or died. Yep. I've met some bad guys, man, yep. who have done some bad things. I've never met anybody that bad. Nope. And, you know, when he was running, you know, as a almost 80-year-old man, I was like, you know, why at this age would you want to be president of the United States? Like, wouldn't you want to spend this time with your family at this point, um, your remaining days, maybe 10, 15 years left? Uh, but when you realize all of the issues they have, uh, it becomes clear that his career is basically all that matters to him because his family is just in shambles from his political career. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very telling and it shows you that this is a man who's capable of really doing anything, even if it's morally repulsive, like 100%. working with the CCP. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's what I want the listeners to understand. It's like. You know, if if they try to tell you, oh, what the actions by this regime are not that bad, it's like, well, the man's demonstrated that he, you know, will support his son's lawsuit against his own granddaughter, trying to keep her from using the Biden family name. I mean, yeah. it's like, so it's like, really, you're not going to believe that he's capable of something else that's bad? <laughs> it's like, come on, he's capable of anything. These people are monsters. These people are absolute monsters. But uh, before Absolutely. I let you go, man, we we got to talk about this uh, this morning, and this it, it's hilarious, but also telling. I think um, the Trump campaign this morning um, set out a, a scam fundraising email, um, and you see stuff like this. I mean, like you know, Nick and I both work in politics. We see shady stuff from campaigns on a daily basis. You know, if you don't understand what I mean, you don't work in politics, and you're better off for it. Stay far away. <laughs> but um, like. It, Man, he he sent out this fraudulent campaign email, 
claiming it was from the DeSantis camp, asking whether or not DeSantis should run for president, and then asking for money. The Dems want to turn Florida blue, all this and that. It had Ron's photo, the governor's seal. It looks legit. But the fine print at the bottom, it says it's from the Trump campaign. All the money goes to Donald Trump. And look, like I get Trump is worried about DeSantis. And he should be. You know, DeSantis is a real deal. Oh, He's a legit yeah. candidate. Um, but even as far as presidential primaries go, and, and they do get ugly. I mean, this is just ugly. It's like, come on, man, the former president, we have a former president, his campaign trying to steal money from Republican primary voters in a fraudulent nature. I mean, it is really nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he even did this with uh, key Senate uh, races in, yeah. in yep. 2022. The, the, Hers- he would, the Herschel Walker campaign in Georgia yeah. was pissed off about it, yeah. Yeah, he would, um, he would offer to, like, send fundraising emails on his behalf, and then he'd take 90% and give them 10%. So he did this with Blake Masters, um, Carrie Lake. He did this with Herschel Walker. He did this with a lot of people. And the reason for that is so he can build a war chest for 2024. Uh, unfortunately, it worked. And, of course, these candidates can't rely on the RNC to give them money because that's just as dysfunctional as the DNC at this point. So they really had no other option except – Okay, yes, we will uh, make a deal here, and you'll take most of my money. Uh, but but Trump does this a lot, and yeah, this this most recent one is even a jump for him. Like this is this is some shady stuff at this point. Um, he's he's making some really shady fundraising deals. Yeah, yeah, and I mean between the Trump team trying to raise money off of DeSantis, Christy Noam, the the governor of South Dakota, is it attacking DeSantis embarrassingly mm-hmm. so. I mean, it's really cringe stuff. But, you know, it seems like these people who all want to be president, you know, obviously that's why they're doing this. It seems like folks are scared of old Ronnie D down there in, in Florida, man. Like, it, it almost it almost seems like... See, the way the Trump team is behaving, the way people like Christy Noem uh, are behaving, like it's almost like DeSantis is what Trump was in 2016. It's almost like he's the big fish in the pond and everybody else is attacking him, like which is bizarre because the only man who's said he's running for president is the former president, you know, with a hundred percent name recognition and billions of dollars in the bank. So it is, yeah. it is, you know, I think it is telling how scared other Republicans are of uh, Ron DeSantis. Oh, a- absolutely, and you know, I always say this: like every governor in the country and every senator in the country thinks they can be president and maybe will be president someday. And yes. every single they one will yes. always. Yes. I mean, even people that have like absolutely no chance, they're like, oh, well, you know, I made it this far. I can be president. And so they will always operate, especially in a presidential election year with that in mind. And for someone like Christy Noem, it's probably, you know, it, it could be a vice president position. It could be a cabinet position. Um, but but she definitely thinks she can be president one day, and she knows that just by age alone, Ron DeSantis is in her way because they are the younger crop of executive-level Republicans. So yeah. they're going to at some point confront each other in a presidential race. And so I think that's that's basically you know what's, what's going on here is she sees a more uh, lucrative and easy success path with Trump than she would with DeSantis. Yeah, no, I think that's that's almost certainly correct. And the the Trump world and and the Christy Nome camp, 
attacks on DeSantis are they're, they're even I mean they're just weak man like they're even mm-hmm. more they're even more like silly and embarrassing than the attacks from the Democrats you know like the Democrats yeah. they have their typical stuff they're like mad that he didn't shut down the economy and they're mad that Florida's doing well they just like call them names and stuff but like the the Trump world attacks are even more ridiculous and less believable you know, like they, they keep trying to tie him to the establishment. So he's like a Paul Ryan guy. It's like, well, that's not going to work. I mean, he was a Freedom Caucus guy in Congress, and he's a culture warrior as governor. I mean, it's like yes. he's not like he's governed far to the right of Donald Trump on every single issue. So, like, that's not going to work. And then they'll, they come up with this ridiculous, these ridiculous claims. Like the, the most recent one, I think, was uh, that DeSantis tortured people at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, dude, like he's a navy. <laughs> he's a navy officer. He's not CIA. I mean, it's like that doesn't like that's not. There's a zero percent chance that's true. That's just like on its face ridiculous. You know, it's like it doesn't make any sense. And so it's like, man, if that's the best they have, though, if that's the best oppo you can come up with on DeSantis, yikes. It's really cringe, honestly. Uh, and I think for Christy Nome, it's mostly because she doesn't have. I mean, she's governor of South Dakota. What 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 can she really run on besides, you know, oh, I left the state completely open through COVID. All right. I mean, that's great. I like that. But you need more than that to be the president or to be close to the president. So I think she's just very threatened because she doesn't have this record of like going after Disney and going after the groomers and going after teachers unions all at once in like the course of a year like Ron DeSantis has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is incredible, man. And it's just like, it's so frustrating, man. Like, I, I'm no genius. I'm no Einstein. I'm no Thomas Aquinas. I'm no Marcus Aurelius. But I, I feel like you and I Who is, are, though? you know, I, I feel like you and I are reasonably smart dudes, though. You know? Yes, like we, I would say. And I just, it's clear as day to me that the easiest path forward is with Ron DeSantis. Like, he's the mm-hmm. one guy who will beat any Democrat who he's running against if he does become the nominee for 2024. He beats Biden easily. Kamala Harris, come on. Gavin Newsom, really? You're going to make it a, a, a battle of governor's resumes? Yeah. I mean, look at California. It's falling apart. So it's like you see DeSantis. He's 44 years old, I think. He's a very intelligent guy. He's been the most effective Republican governor by far in decades. You know, mm-hmm. he was very conservative. He was in Congress for six years. He he voted very conservatively in Congress. I mean, there's question marks, like foreign policy, other things. Like, who knows? You don't really, you don't know who, what anybody would do foreign policy-wise. You know, Christy Nome, governor of a small state. Like, who knows? But, like, he's the, the path of least resistance to giving the GOP back some semblance of power is DeSantis. And, and we're going to get half of the Republican world this entire year, all of 2023, trying to bring down DeSantis, the one man who can actually give them the power they desire. It's like, yes. man, my goodness, why can't other people just see the writing on the wall here, man? Like, I don't know what else you need to see. I mean, the, the, and, and the most fascinating part this last election cycle was how he wiped the floor with Charlie Chris in a state that has traditionally been one of the most purple states in the country. Like we're always waiting to hear how Florida is going to vote in every presidential election. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis comes in 
I mean, he won by narrow margins in his first election, but this election, he won by like 1.5 million votes. He made like historical gains in Miami and Tampa and other blue cities in Florida. Like he, he gave Florida a super majority GOP legislature. I mean, this is a this is a safe red state at this point. It's like Kentucky in terms of political power for Republicans. Yeah. And it would be like if we took Virginia and made it completely red again. It's just it's un- inconceivable to most Republicans to even be able to do that. But he did it. And I really just don't understand why uh, they can't play nice with him and realize that this is going to be the guy, number one. And number two, when he is in power, he's not going to be so kind to the people who tried to, you know, push him down and and try to get someone else in power. Yeah. And I mean, the the Democrats, if they had a candidate like that, would would have already rallied behind them. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would they're, be, really, like they're really they, good at that. If, um, if they had I mean, they're they're mindless drones who just do whatever the party says, the capital P party says. Yeah, like they are collectivists that that do as they're told and Republicans. I mean, they kind of are, but not nearly to the same extent, which is good. I mean, that is a blessing. We don't want Republican voters to be this monolith or anything. Um, But I mean, like if the Democrats had a candidate half as good as DeSantis, they would have already like forced Joe Biden to resign. They would have like forced. Kamala to resign. They 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 would have like cleared the way for this person. They don't have anybody yes. like that. You know, thank goodness they don't have anybody like that. But if they did, like it would be a no- like I can't imagine there being a I mean like I you know, like obviously Obama had to beat Hillary in the primary and he was a great candidate for them. But like he was an unknown. Like he was he'd only been a senator for 2 years. Like he was brand yep. new. Nobody knew who he was. But if like I mean, that's like if, you know, in 2008, Obama was this like three term senator who everybody loved and was super effective and got more stuff passed than anyone else in the Senate. And then still like Edwards and Hillary and all these people still tried to attack him and take him down. Like that would not happen. They would have just cleared the deck for him. You know what I mean? And Republicans yeah. are just not going to do that. I mean, they're just going to, like, every single one of these morons, Larry Hogan, Tom Cotton, like, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, Christy Nome, all these people are going to throw their hat in. They're going to feel, you know, they. Ron DeSantis is a nice guy, so they don't fear him as much as they fear Trump because they don't want Trump to be mean to him. So they're just going to try to be mean to DeSantis instead. And it's like, man, can we just skip the clown show and nominate DeSantis and win and take back our country. I mean, it's like, because it is that simple. We just got to survive this ridiculous primary process. Well, and and we got to convince DeSantis to run for president. I mean, I don't know if he's made up his mind yet either. Yeah, if he doesn't, that'll be a very disappointing day, but I don't see that at this point not happening. I feel like he has to. And and one of the good, one of the points of light in this is his personality and his ability to sway public opinion i mean his press secretary for a while was like a twitter influencer who (laughs) took took like she's awesome she she would like literally bully members of the press into doing whatever she wanted and i mean he's kind of the same way he's not afraid of the press he's not afraid of other republicans um he's demonstrated that time and time again and whenever he decides that someone's an enemy he tends to come out on top so 
I really hope that he can take that energy into the to get into the White House. Yeah. And he's already demonstrating that he's learned from the 2016 primaries. I mean, there were 17 Republicans running. And yeah. they just every single the other 16 not named Donald Trump, none of them could resist getting into the just crap show with Donald Trump. I mean, they they could not resist the insult war. They couldn't resist the Twitter war. I mean, you have Marco Rubio, ta- Rubio talking about penis size on stage on national television. <laughs> yeah. You have, like, yeah. Ted Cruz engaging in a whose wife is worse contest with Donald Trump. I mean, it's like, guys, these people, they were too stupid to just not take the bait. And DeSantis yeah. hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything about Trump. He hasn't said nope. anything about Christy Nome. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep just, like, kicking ass down here in Florida, so— you guys can just play in the sandbox, you know, like I'll be over here at the at the big boys table, you know. So it's like if he can keep that up, if he can avoid I mean, he'll have to like if he says he's running for president, he's going to have to defend himself. He's going to have to fight back. But right now he's doing exactly what he has to do. I mean, he's just like yeah. getting he's serving the people of Florida. He's racking up all these right wing victories. Um, and their legislative sessions about to start here in a couple of months, too. And he has a super majority, you know, so he's going to rack up a lot more victories here in Florida, too. He's going to boost his resume even more um, throughout this spring and summer. But I mean, I, I think he's taking the exact right tactic right now and just not he's just not even acknowledging these attacks. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all hoping that the rocket fails to launch before it's even off the pad. Like they want to ruin him before he's even in the ring. Because they know that once that happens, he's not going to ever take the cheap. Like, he's not ever going to take the bait. He's not going to fall for the cheap shots. Um, He's going to make really calculated political shots at all of these people. And I'm really interested to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just so frustrating, man, from the outside looking and watching all these, like, right-wing populists try to destroy the best chance they'll ever have in their lives of having a right-wing populist president. Yep, an effective one, too. An yeah. effective one, yeah. Because yeah. Donald Trump can't win, man. And I'll, I say this on no. every podcast, and I'll say it again. He loses to Joe Biden. He loses to a dead Joe Biden. He loses to Hunter Biden. It's just, yeah. and it's not, and like, part of it's Trump's fault. You know, he has, he did fail when in terms in terms of COVID. He he handed the, the power of the federal government to Anthony Fauci and let him kill people and then ruin people's lives, get people fired from their jobs, etc. Um, so he did fail in, in terms of the last you know year or so of his presidency. But a lot of it isn't even Trump's fault. It's just propaganda. It's the lies. It, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's uh, by hook or by crook or by his own actions. White women don't like him anymore, and you can't win the presidency without white women. I wish that weren't true, Nick. I, I wish it were <laughs> I, too. Like, you know? I, I'm not agreeing. I'm not saying that's great. I'm saying it sucks, but it's true. So it's like Trump can't win. It doesn't matter why he can't win, but he can't win. Like, no, I wish no. a lot of things that are true weren't. And I wish a lot of things that weren't true were. But I'm not God, so I can't change reality. I'm just pointing out what reality happens to be at this juncture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if DeSantis is the nominee especially if the Democrat nominee is Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, he will wipe the floor with them in the electoral college. I mean, this will be a pretty red map, probably redder than we've seen in a long time. So I just, I I don't understand why the other sensible Republicans who are politically calculated themselves can't come to terms with that. hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. Just before I let you go, I, I, 
I didn't even I forgot to even bring this up because the news cycle happened so fast. But like there is a zero chance, even if Biden is forced to resign or is impeached or whatever, like even if he's just too sick to to run for re-election, there's no way the Democrats would ever support Kamala Harris. It's no, just, they agree. can't. She's so bad. Like she's so bad. It doesn't make sense. Like, yep. cause she was bad when she was a Senator. Yeah. Like you never, you don't, you never heard her as a Senator. Like, Oh yeah. She's, you know, she's smart. <laughs> like nobody's ever had no. that thought, but like, it's like how, like these, if you're a Democrat, right. You wake up every day. If you're a democratic politician, like your entire itinerary, your, your life schedule is carefully manicured by the party, the deep state and the press to be as easy as possible. It's yeah. like your your entire life is manicured carefully by the people that run the country to make you and the Democrat ideology look good. And this woman, anytime she opens her mouth, anytime they let her out in public, is the worst. I mean, she's the worst politician I've ever seen. Like, she went on this rant about electric buses, how she loves yep. buses, about how she loves Venn diagrams. Did you hear this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. It was like a minute uh, and a half. It was over a minute and a half of her chuckling about how much she loves Venn diagram. It's like, what? how? I've never seen it in my <laughs> life. I've never seen a politician this devoid of talent. I mean, it's, it's like, crazy. I'm trying to think of something comparable. It, there isn't. And, it, and it's crazy that, I mean, she has one of the easiest jobs. As vice president, Oh yeah. you just have to be paraded out to talk about the important stuff. That everyone already agrees on, um, or at least on your side. So, like, she has the easiest job. She's fed uh, pre-written speeches written by actual smart people. She's fed answers to questions for her interviews. Uh, she has no, uh, she has no like legislative or executive uh, points to answer on because she's just the vice president. She doesn't have many of those roles, like. This is the easiest job in the world for her, and she can't seem to do it. So yeah. I don't see them supporting her for president either. Yeah, there's just no way. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm not I shouldn't be shocked by anything. But anytime you see these clips of, of Harris talking, you're like, boy, oh, boy, how did she get a job? I mean, like a job, <laughs> yeah. like a job, like she, just any job. I mean, yeah. she is a she is a lawyer. It's like, how the heck? How? How? How, yeah. how did she? graduate like how did she pass the bar like it's yeah it is it's so strange man it's so strange and it's like she's getting worse too like as, as time goes on yeah like maybe is, she has dementia too i don't know is it contagious i'm just, not sure yeah i don't know dementia by osmosis i don't know just <laughs> yeah, by yeah. proximity to biden i don't know <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. gone airborne nick <laughs> yeah it's airborne now <laughs> all of dc is going down soon and hey maybe that oh, might not be Jesus. the worst thing in the world eh, it wouldn't be too bad yeah yeah how much of a downgrade would it really be? Uh, Life would yeah. go on. Yeah. Maybe DC just, it's like a whole Numenor situation swallowed up by the sea and forgotten. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. That'd be my, ideal. Nick, my brother, thanks for doing this, man. Let's do it again soon. Where can everybody uh, follow you online, keep in touch, all that good stuff? Yeah, you can find my writings, podcast appearances, etc. at nicklinquist.com. And then follow me on Twitter at nick underscore Lindquist. Everybody follow Nick. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.